Hello, beautiful people. This is Teniola, your favorite endo warrior. It's been a rough couple of weeks, hasn't it? If you had told me at the beginning of 2020, when we were all screaming Happy New Year and excited for a fresh start, that by March, the world would have lost almost 38,000 people to a novel virus, that countless countries would have issued lockdowns, that businesses would be brought to their knees, and that our eyes would be opened to see the greed, but more importantly, the selflessness of humans, I would have said you were out of your mind. But that is the reality of the world today. The world is grappling with the pandemic brought about by COVID-19. The virus that attacks the upper respiratory system and for the most severe cases renders the lungs incapable of performing its function of sending oxygen throughout the body. It's hard enough that many of us have been going through pain and ill health for so many years. Now we are told that most of our appointments have been cancelled. We fear for our families. We fear that our ill health could make us more susceptible to the virus. And all of these fears, stress, and worries result in endometriosis pain flares to make matters even worse. So the question is, are we at any more risk than other people? The answer for me is a no. Having a health condition does not make you more likely than anyone else to come into contact with coronavirus. But it appears that people who are older, those with weakened immune systems, and people who have underlying chronic conditions such as heart disease, diabetes or asthma are more at risk of severe effects if they do catch it. Most people start to recover from coronavirus quickly after a few days rest. For some people, it can be more severe and sometimes life-threatening. The symptoms are similar to other illnesses that are much more common such as cold and flu. So that's a cough, a high temperature, shortness of breath. And now it is being said that a loss of sense of taste and smell is also a symptom. So my advice is to listen to the government, wash your hands, avoid touching your face and only go out if absolutely necessary. Talking about medicines, a lot of people are not sure if to carry on with their usual medications especially after the news spread that ibuprofen was causing more severe symptoms for healthy and young people. While I have always been against ibuprofen, as I found that for me, it damaged my stomach lining and it caused me to have gastritis. It is important that even if you are unwell, you continue to take your prescribed medication. If you need to collect prescriptions while unwell, Ask a friend or family member to collect them for you. Also, for those in the UK, I found an app, the Co-op Health app, which lets you receive your NHS repeat subscriptions delivered free of charge. There are also a few platforms out there such as Babylon Health, Push Doctor, and a few others that allow you request and book video consultations with doctors. Maybe you could give it a try. I also came across the COVID symptom tracker found on the website www.covid.joinzoe.com where you can self-report symptoms to help slow the outbreak and identify those at risk sooner. 
All links will be provided in the show notes. Now, how do we deal with pain flares? Many appointments have been canceled. A lot of us are worried that we have to live for longer with the pain. So for now, we need to manage our pain flares. I want to share the things I have done to help me with my flares so far. The first thing is make sure not to binge on the news. I can tell you for free right now that it does not help. Seeing the numbers of infections and deaths can raise your stress levels and contribute to flares. So try not to allow yourself get overwhelmed with the news. It's okay to stay in the know, but don't let it consume you. The second thing I'm focusing on is my nutrition. Because many of us are home, we might feel like binging on unhealthy foods and snacks. Try to stay on course with eating good nutritious meals. Eat lots of fiber with every meal. Don't be tempted to eat lots of processed foods because we all know that they raise inflammation levels and we don't want to overburden our already inflamed bodies. I created a food plan that helps me make sure that I eat breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And I have fruits for snacks. This way, I don't feel the need to eat crap as much as I ordinarily would. The third thing I do is listen to music. I have enjoyed listening to music throughout this period. Calming music, pop, Afrobeats, anything that makes me happy, I listen to. So create a Spotify playlist, watch videos on YouTube, anything that makes you happy when it comes to music, do it. I know most of us are working from home now, so try to have set routines. I usually get up before seven in the morning, take a bath and dress up, and I have a designated workspace. I make sure to take short breaks to stretch, and I make sure to drink lots of fluids. Having a set routine makes sure that we don't get tired too quickly of working from home and it reduces restlessness, in my opinion. The fifth thing I'm doing is taking lots of supplements and vitamins. Many of us in this community do that already. So I make sure to take my vitamins every day and I also drink my ginger and turmeric tea every day to reduce my inflammation levels. And the final thing I'd like to talk about is exercise. Being at home every day means that we're not doing a lot of moving and our bodies need movement. It helps us with blood circulation. And I encourage you to do gentle exercises like yoga every day. If you can handle it, try to do some home cardio as well. Sometimes I even do dance exercises using YouTube and I find it so much fun. So get your body moving as much as you can. And that's all I have to share today. I hope this episode, if nothing, has reminded you that you are not alone. Stay home, stay positive, and remember that this too shall pass. Until next time, my name is Teniela, and remember, you are not defined by endo.